Hey listeners, my name is Elisha, the founder of the Witnesses Podcast. It's so beautiful to have you listening to our podcast. And I want you to know something that that means a whole lot to me. Thank you for tuning in. And one thing I love to tell all of our listeners is, it's not just about you listening, but listening to understand. Understanding is the most important thing. So important. So, you have to listen, learn, and practice. Thank you so very much and happy listening. Hi, Stephanie. It's so nice to have you on the show. How are you doing today? I am great. How are you? I'm it's doing, so good to be here, too. Yeah, I'm doing fine as well. Okay, so, you know, oftentimes I love to talk about the essence of this show, which is to invite amazing guests, you know, amazing guests like Stephanie to come talk to us about their triumphant stories because we believe that in our audience, there might be someone who is talked up in a situation that Stephanie came out of triumphantly. So by that person, listen, uh, listen to you speak, he or she might actually pick an information that will lead to their transformation. So it's basically about transformation, transforming people's life. Okay, Stephanie, so within the next few minutes, let us get started with your story, the challenges that you faced and how you overcame them. And afterwards, I've got some beautiful questions for you. So over to you, Stephanie, let's get started. I love it. Well, you know, I think we all, regardless of the path that we're on, we all go through challenges. We all transform over time and we can all learn so much from each other. So that's why I love so much what you do here. Um, For me, my story and challenges really started um, from a young age of... Being raised in in an environment that, well, in, I'm a first-generation American on my dad's side, so very much that immigrant mentality, the hard work, um, learning the value of a dollar, which are all beautiful things. And I think it also taught me that things needed to be really hard in order for them, for me to be worthy of them. And so that was... That's something that I hadn't started unraveling until a couple of years ago with a lot of the deep inner work that I've been doing. But um, I I had the benefit of being raised in a really entrepreneurial home. So knowing that I wanted to forge my own path, but I made it really hard for myself along the way. Um, Not really building my first business. I started my first business at the age of 22 and I didn't build it intentionally or in alignment for my life or what I really wanted, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. Um, Something that was modeled for me and I made it a lot harder than I needed to. And that ended up with me really being in a difficult spot where I was achieving a lot of success and a lot of accolades, but it didn't feel, it always felt like something was missing and something was off. And so Um, it's been through that process though, that I really gave myself permission to transform and to unlock my true path and to know that we can find a more easy, a more easeful, a more meaningful and aligned path. Um, that's really just a lot better overall. So I think when I'm talking about my story, I have to talk about that because that those stories that we're taught, regardless of how we grow up or 
who's in our home or, you know, what figures there are. We learn so much in, in the first seven years of our life that sets the pathway for how our subconscious is programmed, how we speak to ourselves and things that we bring into our lives later. So Beautiful. Okay, so hmm, concerning alignment, let's say someone asks you, hey, Stephanie, how can I create um, a business brand intentionally and in alignment? What would your response be? First things first, it's knowing who you are and what your values are. Um, and I think as humans, we're allowed to change. That, that shifts and evolves over time, just like a brand. Any brand shifts and evolves over time um, as you get more information, as you have more experience. So when, when building from alignment and when I'm working with clients now, we really do a couple of things. We look at their values and what's important to them as a human. We look at maybe that one, three, or five years down the road of what they vision for their lives and then build backwards from there to make sure that, you know, if, if you want to be able to have a, a really flexible life and travel and spend time with family or loved ones or explore, that you're not building a business where you have to be in one location all the time because that would not be, on a very basic level, that wouldn't be in alignment. Um, but so it's, it's knowing what that end goal is and, and knowing that the, the values or what those priorities are might shift and evolve over time. But, um, but still having that guiding North Star of what is that most important piece and then building backwards from there. I got that. I got that. Okay, so um, busy entrepreneurs. So what can a busy entrepreneur do to help with stress? You got that? That's going to look different for everyone. And I think it just like everything else in life, there's a lot of trial and error of figuring out what works well for us. So what works great for me might not work for you, might not work the greatest um, for one, you know, for somebody who's listening, number one, depending on your lifestyle, depending on your own body and what your body needs. But I think even something as simple as taking two minutes and focusing on a gentle breath can help you start to build awareness and bring your connection back into your body, back into your spirit, and start to ease some of that stress and that tension that we get from the outside world or from running our businesses every day. So it can be something as easy as taking a few minutes and doing a gentle breath exercise. I like to do something as simple as breathing in for a count of four, so holding it at the top for four seconds. And then breathing out gently for four seconds and repeating that for even a 30 second cycle can really start to calm down your nervous system and bring you back to your body so that you can think more clearly, start to alleviate stress and start to tell your body on a physiological and chemical level in your system that you're safe, that it's okay, and it can start to bring you back into uh, into nervous system regulation where you're not just in fight or flight mode. Oh, beautiful. I love how you answered that question. <laughs> okay, so um, how to create an intentional brand from the start? You got it? How can one create an intentional brand from the start? 
Well, I think that's similar to knowing who you are and building out of alignment. I mean, a, a brand is in a lot of ways an extension of us as entrepreneurs. We create the business because we see a uh, something lacking in the marketplace or something that we think that can be improved on, whether it's a product or service. And so we create a brand, we create a business. And so I think it's getting really clear on the core of the business of the why, like, why does your business exist? Why did you, why did you start the business to begin with? And then what do you do that is different from the competition out there? And that requires you to know a little bit about what competition is doing, but I think comparison is the worst thing we do as humans, but it's, I don't think it's really serving us on a brand level either. So it's knowing what makes your brand inherently unique and focusing on that. And that's how you then build it again, backwards, similar to our lives. Um, but knowing the change that you want to see, the bigger vision or mission that you have for the business or the impact for the community or the globe. Um, and then being able to build it backwards from a really intentional place of, okay, if this is my mission as the business, what is in support of that mission? Does this post on social media, even something as simple as that, does that really communicate what I want our audience to feel or how I want our audience to connect with our, our the brand? And if that's a no, then you're not posting that, you're posting something that is. Um, or, you know, does this messaging, does this email, does this product even elevate the brand or, or really stick to our mission and what, what we're all about. And if it's a no, then that's the simplest answer of your question to continuously be in alignment. It's continuously checking on what's important to your brand, what those values are, and being able to have an ongoing dialogue and conversation. Because like I just said, our brands always evolve. So it's going to evolve and shift over time, but it's having constant dialogue with, is this authentic to the brand? Is this what's actually in best alignment for the brand? Okay. Or if that's a no, what do I need to tweak to, to show up in, in this way instead? So it's, it's a constant dialogue and it's a constant evolution of how to show up and how to be, uh, how to be most in alignment for for your services, for your offerings, but most of all, for the audience you're trying to connect with. Beautiful. Okay, so, some questions here. <laughs> all right, so, hmm, what is your advice for anyone thinking of starting a business? You know, when I think back to starting my first business at, 20, uh, in, at 22 years old, there was so much that I didn't know, and I think we can often get caught up in a limiting belief for telling us that we're not ready. And if it's on your heart and if it's something that really keeps on coming up and you can't stop thinking about it, taking that first step, even putting out the feelers, maybe to friends and family or maybe to, um, maybe to your social media following, Hey, you know, what would you think if I, if I offered this or what, What's one thing that you think, you know, that especially on like social media tools, it's so easy to just throw up a story and ask a question and get that immediate feedback. You can start to, to listen to the nudges of what's coming up for you of a business that you want to start and get instant feedback before you invest so much time and money and resources into creating the whole thing to even see if there's a market there. I just had a friend and client um, do this recently with a course that she was 
really interested in creating, she asked her audience, hey, what do you think about this? There was a resounding yes. And then she was able to create for that demand. So I think that that's one thing that oftentimes people invest all the time, money, energy, and resources into creating the business, but they haven't even tested if there's a market for it yet. So I think that's one way, if I could do it differently for my 22-year-old self in that first business, I would have asked more questions first and then been able to build more intentionally and with alignment for the person that I was trying to serve. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. I love that. You know, I really love how you're explaining those questions. It's going to be very easy for the audience to understand. Thank you. Okay, so the second to the last question. Mm -hmm. So tell us about one recent failure and what you've learned about it. Oh, man. I think we have failures at every stage. And I have always thought of failure a little bit differently. So I don't think it's a negative or all doom and gloom. Um, I always think if we can learn something from it and change our behavior, then it's a win. It's a lesson. And so I always, even in, you know, in business, um, in life, I think if there's something that we can learn and if we learn and implement, then it's actually not a loss. I think so often society, there's a lot of shame around failure and I just don't, I don't see it that way. I'd rather fail because it means I'm trying. And so um, I share that first because I do think there's a lot of shame and shame is such a heavy emotion. It vibrates at such a low frequency and it can really bog us down and keep us from what we're truly meant to do. So I share that because I feel like somebody who's listening needs to, needs to lighten the load of shame a little bit from whatever recent failure. You know, I think um, I closed that first business of mine in 2022 and it was very much a grieving process. It was very much a death. Um, and I think from the outside, it could have looked like a failure. I had won a lot. We had won a lot of awards as a business and we had grown. I had a team all over the United States. I had clients all over the United States. Um, and it looked really great. So it, to a lot of people, it probably didn't make sense that the business closed. Um, and you know, that I sold off part of the business and, and then just shut down operations. But to me, it would have been more of a failure to keep that business going because it was making me unwell. It was so out of alignment. It was not in alignment with my purpose and what I was supposed to do. So it was really bogging me down and it was making me really unwell and unhappy and taking time away from the things that I really wanted to do. So I think failure is really just how we look at it. And to me, as hard as it was in the moment, I'm not, I'm not dismissing that. I cried for days because I had tied a lot of my, my identity and my worth to the business. You know, the, the accomplishments and the awards feel great and they make you think, oh, I must be doing it right. But it always felt wrong inside. And so it, to me, it would have been more of a failure to keep that business going because I was, we were getting a lot of visibility. We were getting a lot of clients, but it wasn't, it wasn't the right thing for me. And that was giving myself permission to let that go in some ways was a failure. Like it was, oh my gosh, you know, I, I had run that business for almost 13 years. So that was hard to let it go. But I think it truly, I, I've had enough time and space from it now where I see the biggest failure of all would have been not listening to the nudge and honoring that it wasn't right and it wasn't meant for me. So 
Um, I think that failure really is just how we want to look at it. And you can decide to let it define you, or you can decide to let it be a springboard for whatever comes next. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so um, Stephanie, in conclusion, let's say there is a piece of advice you'd like to give to the audience. What would that be? And let's say there are some people or someone who is listening and would like to reach out to you and know about what you do. How can that be possible? Absolutely. Man, my last piece of advice, I think the biggest lesson that I learned from my first business and from building a full-service marketing agency, and this is something I'm still working on personally too, of this a, a very common habit of putting everybody else's needs before myself. And of course, in business, if you're a service-based business, you want to make sure your clients are happy. You want to make sure you're going and you're giving them a great experience. But I think for me, what kept on coming up for me is at what cost? Because it was costing me a lot of my personal relationships. It was costing me my health and well-being. Um, I wasn't sleeping or taking proper care of myself. I was just working in the business all the time for like 16 hours a day was a usual day. And um, that's not sustainable. And so I think, yes, success. And, and yes, there were a lot of accolades and achievement. And, and we were doing a lot of things, especially as a small team. We were doing a lot of things that um, we, and we were having a lot of success for our clients and doing great campaigns. But at what cost? So I think for an entrepreneur listening, whether you're just starting a business or you've been in business for a while, if that business is taking taking a large toll on you. I think it's far more important to have a business where you can still take care of yourself than it is to have a business that you lose yourself in. And yes, there are seasons of hustle. And yes, there are seasons of building and seasons where you might not see your friends as much because you're building a business and that's your focus. But if that season has been lasting for years or a decade, or you're just not taking care of yourself at all, and almost the business is the reason for you not to face that or not to take care of you, then my best advice would be, might be time to step back and to, and to reevaluate what you're really doing because your health is your biggest asset. It's your biggest wealth. If you lose that, you can't show up for your clients. You can't create new products. You can't even be present with your family because you're going to be so focused on getting your health back. So building a business where you get to still have your health and have your vitality is more important than any dollar sign or any award that you're going to win. So that would be my biggest advice. And I learned that the hard way of putting the business first, putting all my clients first, putting everything before myself and before what really was fulfilling. And that probably led to me hitting burnout and, and feeling like I needed to close the business because I wasn't nourishing me enough along the way. Um, and so I think so often, you know, the hustle is glorified, but I'm here to say, let's not, let's not always hustle. Like we can find peace and enjoyment and joy and fulfillment in our business, but it doesn't have to take away from our lives or our health or our well-being too. Beautiful. Okay, so. And then you can find me. I know you asked where you can find me. You can find me at stephaniereal.com. That's R-I-E-L. Um, new website in the works there. 
And then um, I'm most active on Instagram for social media. And that handle is I am Stephanie Real. So I'll look forward to connecting you all there. Beautiful. Thank you so very much. So that's going to be the end of the show, Stephanie. Thank you for honoring the invite yeah. and thank you for coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for the time today. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to this incredible episode. Your support means the world to us and we truly value you. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback is greatly appreciated.